Right, mate. Sorry, I was just taking a sip of juice. Oh, juice? Yeah, just wet my whistle. Some fun wetting your whistle. Yeah, man. It needs to be done. Yeah, I'm good. How are you, sir? I'm very well. I'm well hydrated. I feel good, good within myself. I realised that this is the first time in about two weeks. Actually, that's a lie because I went to a wedding last weekend. But apart from that, this is the first time I haven't done anything except work and listen to Foreigner. <laughs> like, that has been my life. I apart mean, from a short detour to a wedding in Derby, um, I've just been doing that. Oh, so this is it's lovely to see you. Well, I'm aware that in, I think it may have been the last part. I, I mentioned something about my dad. Oh, what about him getting stuck in between like the yeah. abyss and his new barricade? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So if that was he was lost in the void. Yeah, the one that the last one, the one before, but yeah, recently. So I had my comeuppance for mentioning <laughs> wait. it. Oh wait, because because you were talking about the fact that it was like dad karma. Yeah, because he was being a bit of a bellend. So obviously I've been a bit of bellend by telling the story. So, and the world has caught up with and you. And well caught up with me. Mm -hmm. I got locked out of my house. Of course you did. So, as you know, Grand HQ is closely located to my back door yeah <laughs> so I finished up out here packed everything away it was about two in the morning went to the back door locked and as you know I've got all PVC everything mm -hmm. so everything's locked yeah and straight away I'm thinking oh disaster walk around to the front in pitch black because obviously no lights because yeah. that's a clever thing to do around yeah, here we've mentioned that on the pod yeah. before yeah so eventually get in it's fine it's not terrifying whatsoever charge in the house oh, there's no problem what's that noise thud 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 and a child appears at the top of the stairs dad there's a ginormous spider and I'm like because every time every time I get told there's a ginormous spider it's about the size of your little fingernail yeah, yeah. I'm like whatever wait is this older or younger child older older which is okay. the overreactor of course so it's like yeah whatever uh, oh, get a glass get a glass oh, fine I'll get a glass so I'll get a glass Get an envelope, go on then. Mm -hmm. Let's go get the huge spider. Walk in and it's fucking massive. <laughs> <laughs> like, mate, Did your bottle go immediately? Uh, the bottle didn't go, but my ass definitely puckered. Yeah, and yeah, I looked yeah. up and I was like, fuck me. And in the shadow, it really looked like a fucking birdie. <laughs> yeah. I was like, shit the bet. A couple of seconds later, I realised it wasn't actually huge, but it was a big old wolf spider. Yeah, so I was yeah. like, fuck me. So I went to catch it and it went fucking ballistic right, and nearly escaped. So I'm, I'm basically just holding this thing down out of fear now. Yeah. yeah. The, the ass is fully gone. Yeah. Run it downstairs, go to throw it, and as I throw it out, it stays in the glass and just whips up outside the glass up towards my hand. And there's a brief moment where I'm like, right, I can panic and throw my hand to throw the spider, but it's also the one that's holding glass, yeah. and that will smash everywhere. Yeah. Or I can sweep at it, yeah. with the envelope or blow it these are the three things that quickly rush through my head as I see it attacking my hand Right. and the only one that worked in my head was blowing it so I blew it and I blew it and it span round and landed on me on my shin oh my god and it, again a brief moment of panic and then it just dropped and fucked off right oh, amazing yeah <sighs> shut the door go to walk away take one step and realise that my shoe is slightly higher than it was one of my cats has shit at the back door and I just trodden it. Right. Except I'm not wearing shoes. Oh. I'm wearing socks. Oh no. And in the melee, 
<laughs> of the spider yeah I hadn't really realized I had a slightly old so relatively consistent poop now attached to my heel it was a great night <laughs> can I just say right <laughs> that story is such a dad story isn't it, it like is. that is so dad I actually do have a story about spider and poop um, <laughs> and it's about and, and it's about my dad uh, when my dad and I used to live together I was probably just before I went to uni so I was like 17 right um, it's a Sunday night I'm lying in bed I'm watching Dragon's Den as you do beautiful and my dad is having a shit not in my bedroom <laughs> in the yeah, toilet actually in the right place now you remember my old house mm-hmm. so the toilet was about I don't know five feet from my bedroom door right yeah not far so dad's having a shit I'm lying there it's, it's kind of summer-ish so I've got the window open and a moth flies in through the window lands on my face and I go <laughs> <laughs> and like push push it away <laughs> fucking hell my dad was like what was that so like, oh, a moth just flew and attacked me he's like alright oh, and then I realised it was not a moth it was a spider ugh now I'm like you I'm kind of okay with spiders I don't particularly like them yeah. but I'm okay with it and I looked up at the wall and this thing was the size of my fucking hand but boo <laughs> and I was just staring at this massive fucking spider and I was like cacophonied in my bed cacophony cocooned <laughs> I was a cacophony of bed there was, n- <laughs> there was numerous, numerous bed. variations of bed <laughs> I was cocooned in my bed and I, but when I was 17 I was like Dad, there's a massive spider that's just come in my room. It wasn't a moth, it landed on my face, and now it's on the wall. And there's a like half a second of silence. Well, I'm not fucking dealing with it. I was like, <laughs> he's like, I hate spiders. Like, You're the dad. So I was like, oh man. And now at 17, I wasn't as conscious about the nature, the nature as I am now. So I was like, I'm not gonna fuck around with trying to get. I would have needed like a bowl to get this fucking thing around it. So I was like, fuck it. So I picked up a magazine and rolled it and went, Bleh! and hit it. Pulled the magazine back, and there was like some le- like gunk on it. No spider. I was uh. like, oh, it's fallen down the side of a fucking bed. So I was like, right, I'll have to pull the because the bed was right up against the wall. Yeah. So as I pulled the bed, it went meh and like <laughs> leapt onto the wall. It's still alive. Dun-dun. And again I went <laughs> And I was like, what the fuck are you doing? I was like, I've tried to kill the spider, it didn't work, it's still very much alive, father. Can you come and help me? He's like, no, I can't help ya. I was like, oh my god. So I just, I must have lay on my bed for about, I would say, eight minutes just looking at it. It's like, I can't, I, I'm not in the mind frame to deal with it. I felt like Jodie Foster in The Accused. <laughs> I, I, it invaded my personal space, man. But, but I didn't get any cat poop on me. So there's a plus. All your dad's poo. <laughs> that no, no that was in the toilet. <laughs> all stuck to the back of the pan <laughs> and then you spend like three hours trying to piss it off the back of the pan <laughs> no one gets the brush just solitary bits of shit don't get the brush just burn it just off just piss it off <laughs>
episode 35. How old are you? 34. Oh, so we've surpassed both our ages in pod years. We have. Wait. Pod eight episodes. Eight. Yeah. Doesn't. Fucked it, boys. Episode 35. Speaking of which, fucked it, boys. There's a couple of things I need to tidy up, but one main one, right? You know, I did all those animal collective nouns. Yeah. Well, there was one that I missed, and the reason I missed it is because I actually omitted it from the list to separate it because it's by far my favourite fucking word. Right. Like, it's up there with ellipsis for favourite ever words. Ellipsis? Ellipsis. It's a wonderful word. Mine's troglodyte. Oh, nice. So it's just basically a posh way of saying grubby bastard. Yeah, it's great. Go on. A collective group of octopus. Yeah. Now, it's not octopi. Okay. You can use that. That would be quite satisfying in and of itself. But the accurate description of a group of octopus is octopodes. Oh, man. (laughs) Sounds like a really good Greek philosopher. Octopodes. But you know we have those moments where we are in perfect symbiosis. Yes. This was something I was going to bring up with you later on the pod. But I wanted to bring it back to when you were talking about collective animal nouns. Right. Because there's been this thing on Twitter about... It's it's a Twitter page, which you should follow if you want to, listeners, called At Correct Names. Okay. And it's basically someone posts a picture, or they post a picture, and give what they believe should be the correct names it's not just animals but it's all kinds of stuff right okay so I was going to give you some of my favourites that I found on at correct names wonderful hit me a group of squid should be called a squad a squad (laughs) Squad of squid of squid (laughs) a like free willy whale is that a killer whale it is should be called a panda fish (laughs) um a uh Sheep, land cloud. Yep. Zebra, prison pony. Good. Which I quite like. Uh, kangaroo should be called T-Rex deer. <laughs> a stingray should be called a sea flap flap. I like it. Um, uh, fucking skunk, fart squirrel. <laughs> I'm going to come back to one that's not animal related because it's actually my favourite. Rhino, curvy unicorn, raccoon, trash panda... Yeah. Um, massive tarantula, hairy no no. Um, <laughs> sloth, slow motion gorilla. Um, seagull, beach chicken. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Fucking beach Penguin, chicken. Penguin, formal chicken. <laughs> which I quite like. Yeah, the tux. Pigeon, street chicken. Yeah, got yeah. Um, now. My favourite ones are not animal related, but if you'll allow me, some of them I think are absolutely amazing. So I'll start with some kind of lower ones, or ones that weren't as impressed with. Bananas, yellow tree dicks, which I thought was great. A vet, a doctor. A doctor. A pun as well, so that's like you. Um, Milk, cereal sauce. Um, my favourite one, I think, I don't know why, butter, bread moisturiser. Oh, pass me the bread moisturiser. Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> a, a feather, bird leaf. <laughs> a speedboat should be called a motorcycle. Yep. Bread, raw toast. 
um, a brick house Lego. Oh, raw toast got him, listeners. I knew I'd find one raw that you like. But my favourite one, oh, and I think there's loads thing. of them, you know, sofa, human shelf, uh, harp, naked piano, an octopus, <laughs> floppy sea spider, feet, floor hands, etc, yeah. etc. But my favourite one by far, and I think that I'm going, when I leave here, to start a thrash metal band with this name, <laughs> a carousel. Nice. Fucking horse tornado. <laughs> yes, and I, can, I can hear the music now. <laughs> really galloping. <laughs> yeah. So I think horse tornado is. Uh, I don't want to get a T-shirt with a picture of like a creepy old carousel on it, just got saying horse tornado underneath. Amazing. There we go. Maybe we should start selling them as merch. Horse tornado shirts. Listeners, if you want a babblement horse tornado t shirt, <laughs> and what we can do it on the picture, we'll superimpose the babblement logo like really small in the bottom, like they do for like Supreme t shirts. Yeah. So babblement logo in the bottom, horse tornado. If you want one, listeners, get in contact at babblementpod at gmail.com or babblementpod at gmail.com and then at babblementpod on Twitter and Instagram. Plugity plug plugs. Seagulls. <laughs> right? I know, I, 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 know I, gave, I know I gave you a hard time, but look, we are recording this pod. You will be listening to this hopefully on Monday when it comes out, but maybe later. We are recording this on the day of mass um, marches for, for climate change, right? Yeah. Now, we're 100% climate change. I posted a little thing on the Instagram to show that pods in support of climate change, which we 100% are not for climate change, <laughs> but for protesting against climate change. But well, more specifically, we'd like someone to do something about it instead of just constantly spreading. Yeah, awareness. that's why we just posted a picture on Instagram because yeah, that's going to help. Just to post some awareness. Yeah, we just posted a picture to our eight followers. Moving on. Um, but what they're not telling you about, as we've discussed over the last two pods, is seagulls. But, and this ties into something else I was saying, is about the world <laughs> seems to be stealing everything from us. <laughs> Nothing, we are innovators. Because a headline in the Daily Mirror says the following thing. Are you ready for this? Go on. Kids TV star Dave Benson Phillips, victim of seagull revenge after failed sandwich swoop. What the fuck are you uh, talking I about? I know! Dave Benson Phillips. Dave Benson Phillips and seagulls. Got attacked by a fucking Two of the primary things we talk about on this podcast, <laughs> which is why we've got 11 listeners. <laughs> right? But get this. Th- right. Oh, <laughs> on it, mate. What has happened? I can't believe it because the story, you know how we kind of go like, oh, Dave Benson Phillips, I saw him walking around Edinburgh with a polo shirt yeah, with his own yeah, phone yeah. number on it, right? And listeners, if you're under the age of 30, Google Dave Benson Phillips or go on YouTube, you won't be disappointed. Yeah. It's such a sad story. I feel really <laughs> bad for Dave Benson Phillips. So, 
The kids TV star claims one of the feathered pests vomited on his car after he stopped at stealing his lunch. Now, I don't know about you, I've never seen a seagull puke. And I love the idea that, it's, that he, he managed to get his lunch back off the seagull and the seagull just had eye contact with him and just went <laughs> just like a little bit just of sick. Dribbled out. Right? Or did it just go bah! <laughs> and like just violently vomit? No, I like him. the idea that it's like a sinister view. <laughs> Children's TV what star. What does that tell him? Dave Benson Phillips has told how a seagull threw up and pooed, so it was rooster tailing, on his car in a revenge attack after a live show. Oh, is it a fucking hate crime, right? Dave? So seagulls have got a vendetta <laughs> against Babbleman's own Dave Benson how Phillips. How dare they? Now, they've given um, some kind of background on him, you know, get your own back, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, but yeah, the yeah. bit that made me laugh was, he frightened it off, A, I would pay so much money to see Dave Benson Phillips frightening off a seagull. <laughs> but the angry bird returns. <laughs> so the idea is that he fought it off, it fucked off and thought, and then no, I'm not, I'm not taking nemesis. this. <laughs> Swooping menacingly over the crowd, so there was a crowd watching. <laughs> the baying crowd. Then, as Dave was packing his gear up at the end of the show, it flew in and projectile vomited all over his motor. To add insult to injury, the furious seagull then launched a second raid and pooed on the car's roof. Dave, 54, said, <laughs> when performing my music set, what? When performing your music set? Sorry, Dave, what? Okay. A we'll pes- get back to that. A pesky a seagull tried to steal my sandwich. I scared it away, but it remained annoying everyone. When packing my stuff, the same away, the same seagull vomited and shat on my car. And he asked this question. He didn't say shat on his car. Yeah. He asked this question. Are seagulls capable of revenge? (laughs) (laughs) What a question. What was the question? Are seagulls capable of revenge? Um, I'll answer that for you, Dave. Yes. (laughs) You just got your car fucking ruined by one because you didn't let him have your sandwich. Um... And then there's a little thing at the end, which again, we we've been way ahead of this. <laughs> we've been way out on this at, in the Babelman. A spate of attacks by gulls scavenging for food and protecting their young has prompted calls for a cull. But then the last sentence of this article, I just thought, what the fuck? Two-year-old Jessie Vincent was attacked by a flock of seagulls in her garden in Cornwall this month. Days after gulls killed her dog, Rue. Now, a two-year-old getting attacked by seagulls is not that funny. No. But they killed the dog. And then they come. Then back they the came child. back for the child. That's fucking terrifying. Why is that? Why are we not marching for seagull <laughs> against seagulls? Just, we, we've been telling you there needs to be something done. You think that this is a jovial podcast? This is a service announcement. 
We need to keep an eye on these seagulls. Fight back against the gulls. They are causing reeking havoc amongst <laughs> the mass populace. And no one's doing anything about it. The planet's going to burn one way or another, but these seagulls are going to get this first if we don't do something right now. So what we're going to do, listeners, then, I think, is we'll have to strategize over the coming weeks as to how we can get our own back. Fight back against the seagulls. Did you girls. like that? And you can get your own back. I like do you know it. what I mean? Oh, it's beautiful. Mate, we're, this, is, this is so simple now, isn't it's, it? You should pay for it. Well, they should. I mean, lucky. We should also, I, I would, right, any listeners out there, and actually I'll use this opportunity to give a shout out to, to Jess, who made an amazing logo for us, which we'll share with you soon, um, a little cartoon mm-hmm. logo of us. Um, but if any, y- you, Jess, I'm talking to you directly, if you're listening. Just you, everyone else but, can sort No, no, oh, can because listen, can as well. if there's anyone else out there that has some kind of proclivity or penchant for Photoshop, please, please Photoshop a picture of Dave Benson Phillips being attacked by a seagull. <laughs> Maybe we should write to that Jim or Paint It guy. Oh, that would be fantastic. And then get t-shirts made, which you'll be able to order online. <laughs> <laughs> Just email us. At what, is <laughs> what is this? Come on now. <laughs> Don't be angry, don't be pissed. Just sit there and put it on your hate list. Right, so it's your go. I've got four. How many have you got? I think I have five. <laughs> There's nine hate list entries. Buckle up, listeners. This is going to be rapid fire. Here we go. Um, right. You go first. It's your go. Of course it is. Toilet roll on the wrong way. Uh, just fuck off. Why How difficult is it to just turn it round? Why, why would you do that? Because you pull it once, yeah. and for some reason there's some sort of vacuum cause, yeah. and the whole thing just goes unrolled. Yeah, and that's it. Should have done. done. Yeah, you're done. Un- unacceptable. Um, leaky bin bag. <laughs> bin juice. Oh, man. Is the worst. Bin juice. Oh, you get it on your leg. You realise your you're sock. an adult when at least once every two weeks you clean the inside of your bin. <laughs> Because it stinks. Because it's just fu- and you. It's like there's nothing. I have, I've literally put nothing in it. And it fucking stinks <laughs> for no reason. Um, this I've got toothpaste dry lip. When you're talk, when someone's talking to you and they've obviously brushed their teeth and they had a really dry mouth afterwards, and they've just got a line of toothpaste just on white. a kind of cracked lip. <laughs> and it's just like you know, you've got rabies. Like sort of the fuck out. And my last one is when rich people try and offer posy talks. Posy talks. So like positive. Like you don't have to worry about anything. Everything's going to be fine. All you have to do is put your mind to it. It's like you're rich. What do you know about the struggles that I'm going through, or yeah. any of us are going through? <laughs> you're rich. You literally have nothing to complain about. Exactly. So those are my four. That was rapid. Bloody hell. Well, in that case, then Lego stickers. Why are they so fucking difficult to put on straight? Why do they make them so small? Wait, Lego stickers. Yeah, as in the stickers that you put on the Lego bricks. 
I've never done that. What? They, they you obviously haven't recently bought anything from Lego. Because I mean, I'm a 31-year-old man, so <laughs> no. I did. I told you about that. I was. I went into Lego. Did I say this on the pod? I don't know. About four months ago, I was like, I'm going to start building Lego, but not like like a Death Star, <laughs> but just like random, just buy random Lego and just build stuff. And for about two weeks, I was dead set on on doing that. <laughs> and then you gave up. And then I was just like, why do I want to start building Lego? Because you didn't want to put the fucking stickers Apparently on Apparently so. Anyway, because they're ridiculous. They oh. never go on. Okay. They're bullshit. Okay. Second-hand sales apps. So, like, you'll see something come up on an advert on TV and it's like... Hoodabur, the new app that allows you to take your old gold items and sell them for cash. Now, okay. meet local people and build a community. Okay. And it's just this fucking shit. I see so many of them. I can't remember what the new one's called. It doesn't. There's one called Spock. Oh, I've seen Spock. Spock! Yeah. Is it all it relies on, on the fact that it's got a good name. <laughs> yeah, Spock. Nothing else I mean, is Spock good. is a fucking amazing name. TV remotes that only work at a certain angle. Oh yeah, okay. So you sat there quite happily changing the channel one day and it doesn't work and then you've got to lift it up a bit and then you've got to lean over to the right. Yeah. To get the f- fuck that, that can just go to hell and yeah, die. You know, what you do, you just take the batteries out, turn them around, put them back in. Oh, give, rub them. Yeah, just, just give them a rub and a blow. Lick just, them. Just <laughs> no, your tongue for a bit. Listeners, don't lick batteries. <laughs> Home shopping in general, like, you you turn on ITV now, I think it is. Right. I, 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 ha- I probably watch TV twice a year yeah I, yeah, I'm saying I, I'm just like Netflix or whatever now I, I don't watch any terrestrial or cable TV really but every so often like the TV will just turn on at the end of a Netflix session and there's the, the telly it's ITV and now at midnight they've got this home shopping thing oh, okay. presumably they're out of money and they needed some okay and it's super cheddar right like it's so cheesy right. you can actually smell it and like, it's it's a pressure washer all okay. the dude needs to say is you don't have to plug it in it's got it's own pressure building technology within the middle of it right. it's 120 quid it'll clean your fucking pavement look shh, done yeah. and I'd buy it because it's it's all you need to know yeah. he bought out a second technical <laughs> fucking presenter who came so you had this one guy who's really flamboyant who really He's never used a pressure washer in his life. <laughs> right, do you okay. know what I mean? I thought you'd say they bought out a second presenter covered in dirt <laughs> and he just pressure washes them. See, that <laughs> is how you sell something. Yeah, right? You don't bore people to No. Do. Anyway, my last one. Yeah. Zips. Zips? All zips. Okay. Especially cheap ones. Okay. Now, I recently went to a festival and I had to stay in a tent. Okay. Now, the festival itself was great. It was a country western festival. Okay. And I had a good time. It was a lot of fun. There were lots of Daisy Dukes and chaps around. Wonderful. Was that just on the men? Not on the men, just the men. Great. It was this proper, like, uh, like Louisiana, Nashville, country and western festival. There was, there was, like, Bayou Shacks. They had hay bales, the seating everywhere. There was all sorts of, like, townships built with little bars and stuff. It right. was brilliant, really good. It's called the Long Road Festival. Okay. Uh, I was going there in a semi-working capacity because I volunteered for the axe throwing. Yes. And it lit out my inner Viking, but in this case, I was some sort of Navajo. I don't know. Okay. But whatever the case. Yeah. It was a good weekend. Yeah. But I had to camp, and I 
this is not something nah. that I do. I don't nah. often go out into the world. I, nah. You know, I, I am not some sort of David Attenborough wannabe where I'm going to nah. go into the. I mean, I'm pretty sure he doesn't camp in a tent. He doesn't even go over there anymore. Well, he doesn't. Lazy. Anymore. He's lazy. Well, lazy. The Bear Grylls then for a bit. Yeah, he's example. a twat. Not normal. me. Yeah. But I, I camped. Okay. And to be honest, like the. I had, like, Sorry, Bear Grylls can go on my hate list. <laughs> you don't need to drink your own piss, mate. Oh, mate, we did the You versus Wild thing, which is Bear Grylls' Choose Your Own Adventure on Netflix. Oh yeah. And he's like, he gives you, we've got to rescue this Saint Bernard which has got lost in the Alps. So, do we rappel off the edge or do we climb down safely? This sort of thing, you pick oh, one. God. And then, for no apparent reason, halfway through the episode, because it's in the episode. <laughs> do space, you drink your so own I, piss? No. Or do you drink your better. own piss? Better. <laughs> right. Much he better. just loves drinking piss. He, wa- he walks up to a fucking tree base and he goes, Oh, look. Poo here. Evidence. <laughs> Not dog, though. This is definitely from a bear. Proceeds to pick it up. Oh, yeah. Oh, that yeah, stinks. Of course he fucking. Yeah. Of course he does his shit! He goes, Now. There's peanuts in here that won't be fully digested from the bear. And what you can do if you're really hungry for a great source of protein is clean these off. Make sure you get rid of all of the substance and debris. Oh. That's what we're calling shit. Yeah, great. Off of the kernel. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's a great source of food if you're in need. Now, am I going to eat the peanuts out of the poo? Like everyone in the, collectively in <laughs> Netflix. No one knows what the second option is. Because yeah. at that point... <laughs> Eat the fucking poo, bear! <laughs> Eat the poo! <laughs> Mate, I'm gonna go home and do it. So anyway, I did not have Bear Grylls survival sure, instinct. Right. Also, I'm allergic to peanuts. Oh man, I stayed in a field and naught degrees in a tent, a roll mat, and a sleeping bag designed for the fucking jungle. Right. Which is letting out all of the heat that I, I had. I slept in my jeans, two pairs of socks, a massive jumper, yeah. shivered myself to death, <laughs> right. almost. Actually feared I'd wake up as some sort of refrigerated slug, and they'd find me like that in the morning. I, I'd be the <laughs> yeah, I love story. how like people survive climbing Everest, I know. And, like, and you die a country western festival. Because it, it got down to naught and there was a frost, and my foot must have been up against the sides of the tent, yeah. I've got frostbite in the end of my toe. I can't feel it. Three weeks later, I can't feel it. You got frostbite? Got frostbite in the end of my toe from a wet tent. Fucking hell. Anyway, so like, I had generally like bad luck, the whole thing. You started off and you got these tags, so like... Oh, like festival bands. Festival bands. Yeah. This is one of those sort of Chinese finger trap ones, where if you do it too tight, you fuck. Oh, yeah, because you can't... I had no idea. I nearly decapitated my hand. (coughs) It was like, I can't feel it, it's going purple. But the thing is, I didn't do it straight away. It was fine the first day. When I slept the first night and shivered myself to death, I'd managed to do it that tight. My hand was purple. I woke up and I was like, I can't feel my hand. Oh, Fuck. Jesus so that was the first Christ. problem. Did that, obviously freezing to death, <laughs> thinking I was going to fucking die. And then I kind of went prepared, but not really, because like I, I had like lights and power sources charged from the car. Blah blah blah. But the light I had was slightly excessive. <laughs> okay, listeners, he's just got the light out and turned the lights off in HQ. Now, obviously... Wait, should I film this? You, you can film this I'm gonna film. I'll put it on the Instagram, okay. So, so I'm, I'm actually going to turn off the TV as well at this point. No, actually, I can't turn off the TV because that would stop the recording. But. Okay, so... Listeners, Lee's gonna now show me the camping light that he just said was excessive, and you will be able to see this when the episode comes out on Monday <laughs> on Instagram. Go. 
Why is it so bright? <laughs> 500 lunas, baby! <laughs> it's brighter than the sun! <laughs> oh my god. I mean... That was like opening the suitcase in Pulp Fiction. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's got Marcellus Wallace's soul in there. <laughs> Fucking <laughs> hell, mate. Why did you take that? Because you're in the middle of a field, you never know. Might need to light the way God. for everybody. I don't know how you went boiling hot without <laughs> fucking lighting the tent. You thought so, wouldn't you? Jesus. So yeah, I had, a, I had a good weekend. I mean, I know it was a hate list, and if I had to add anything onto the hate list, lastly, it would also be the cheap zip that was on my tent. I was gonna say, wasn't this about zip? Yes, because during the second night, my zips gave in, all of them. <laughs> one by one, they, were like, nah, they all it. snapped off, and uh, I was left with nubbins to try and get in and out. <laughs> so in the morning, <laughs> the second night after it got to zero degrees, I mean, the first night was cold, it was about five or six. Second night, it was actually freezing. Yeah. I woke up, Glad to be alive yeah, because yeah, honestly, yeah. I thought I thought I was a headline, and I went to get out, and I, you know when you you need a piss <laughs> yeah. so badly it fucking hurts. Yeah. It feels like someone's actually pit, like pinching your cock out. Yeah, I was like, I need I need to go now. I need to go now. And do you think those fucking zips would work with nothing on there? Not. It just snapped in my hand straight away. I was like, ah, ah, and from the outside, it just would have looked like someone was being yeah, yeah. like heavily done in. But did you drink your own piss? Bear grills. I yeah. say no. Wow. I say no. I did get outside. May have pissed on someone else's vehicle. I didn't know. <laughs> I had to go. I can remember being at Glastonbury and there was a guy who was camping near us who um, one night decided for the first time in his life to take mushrooms. Oh, God. But after he'd spent a day drinking at Glastonbury and doing the whole Glastonbury thing, yeah. so it was real late at night, so he decided to take some, mu eat some mushrooms and then just go in his tent, right? He's just going to have a private moment. Fine. So I'm kind of like, you, cool man, you do you, I'm going to bed. I wake up and it's like dawn, so it's light because obviously it's kind of in the summer. Yeah. And I hear this like, Budu. Budu. <laughs> outside I'm like what the fuck is that noise and I kind of sort of rolled around like a dead fish <laughs> and just unzipped the bottom of my tent because my zip hadn't broken and I sort of peeled Bastard. the front of my tent open and looked out and the guy who's taking mushrooms is throwing himself into the side of his own tent because obviously he can't figure out how to get out right and <laughs> Have you... I know you have. You know in uh, the second Ace Ventura, when Ace, c like, climbs out of the fake rhino's asshole, yeah. and he appears, like, <laughs> teeth first, yeah. <laughs> and just comes out, and his head pops out. That's exactly what this guy was. He obviously had found, like, a tiny, like, gap in the zip, and he'd, like, pressed his face up against it <laughs> and he was trying to like hook his hands round his mouth to pull the zip open because he, he couldn't breathe because he couldn't breathe in the tent because it was like a one man tent <laughs> and it was really warm so he just taken much he must have been fucking boiling and he just and he popped his head out he just going Ugh, <laughs> and I can remember just looking at it like yeah that's what mushrooms will do and just zip the tent back up and went back to sleep <laughs> crazy
Ah, uh, yeah, fuck zips. And then I drank my own piss. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't even thirsty. Eat the fucking poo, bit. <laughs> Move aside, football. Move aside, rugby. Okay. Move aside, baseball, American football. Every sport aside. Okay. Because there is a new one that is quite possibly <laughs> the best sport wow. that has ever been created. Are we going to endorse it at the Babble Moon? 100%. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, yeah. I present to you the creation and therefore existence of combat juggling. <laughs> <laughs> okay, mate. combat juggling. Mate, mate, I, I can't, it's so hard, oh, you have to see it, but okay. essentially what I've seen of it, two-man teams, potentially one-man teams of jugglers with coloured juggling apparatus, the old like pin things that they, they juggle. Yeah. And they battle against other jugglers <laughs> on a court and they, they're allowed to tackle each other, push each other out of the way, and it is the aim is to like knock out their juggling <laughs> pins okay. until they have none almost in a battle royale fashion. Yeah. It's fucking brilliant. Okay. Like cause these boats are sprinting around juggling. <laughs> And they're like shoulder charging and rugby tackling each other while still juggling. Oh my Mate, god! It's fucking crazy. You know what's funny? Because if you ever wanted me, you wanted to see my face at the most underwhelming point of my entire life, come up to me and start juggling. You're not impressed by the. Juggling. You could be the world's greatest juggler. And I would rather have diarrhea than watch <laughs> you juggle. I just, what is the fucking point in juggling? Now, look, I'm not shitting on your bonfire because, <laughs> and then eating the peanuts out of it, because, because combat juggling sounds amazing. I googled it, listeners, it looks fucking ridiculous. But if you listen to this and you juggle, turn it off. Because <laughs> we you, we are not the place for you to be. It's not for you. Can you juggle? I can't. I can throw an axe. That's accurately. That's like saying, can you juggle? No. I but I'm very good at calligraphy. I can open doors. <laughs> I can. I can. You know. To be fair though, like with the axe throwing, like I was questioned. Do I have an axe thrower's name? Like, do you have a persona? In fact, I was questioned by my wife. And my son answered for me. You could be Jeff with an axe. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's amazing! You could be Jeff with an axe. That's, and that is now my axe throwing persona. Jeff dot 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 with an axe. <laughs> yes. Ellipsis. <laughs> that with an axe. is fantastic. Oh yeah. Jeff with an axe. So w welcome to the Babble Moon with your host Ryan and Jeff with an axe. <laughs> Hello. That is, <laughs> your son's a genius. He really is. I'm so proud. Since our last episode, we have been inundated with emails from listeners. We really? must have had at least four. <laughs> Fuck. Saying, 
please do not forget to read part two of Batman and Robocop. Now, I'll give him the credit for prompting because there are times when we mention things and we don't necessarily yeah. get straight back to no. them. But this, this I've I've been waiting for this, dude. Me too, because listeners, I've not, man. Yeah, you are. The hobnobs are open. Yeah, I'm ready. I've got everything I need on the go, so I don't need to move. I can just settle in and listen. So, if at this point of the pod, because we get new listeners all the time, if you haven't listened to the previous episode, stop. Yes, you have to stop. Go back. Just pause us now, we'll still be here. I mean, listen to the whole episode, but the last 10 to 15 minutes is a fantastic erotic fan fiction story. Yes. And I'm going to continue with that story today. So just as a little recap, (laughs) Batman goes to um, a flat with a cousin in it. Robocop appears and we ended the last chapter with Robocop saying to Batman he is going to reveal his identity unless Batman fucks him because that's where his memory bank is stored essentially. (laughs) Something like that. (laughs) Here we go, are you ready? And now we return to Detroit. Why you memory backup is expelled when you fuck. We're off to a winner. (laughs) Uh. This is a method to preserve my intimacy. If I want to sleep with a whore or a male escort, it's my right to delete my sexual encounters so no one acknowledge its existence. Bruce put his own hand on his own chin and thought a bit. That wasn't something Bruce would like to admit. Bruce have a reputation to preserve, even if he likes young lads. What? What's that been thrown in for? Since when was Bruce a pedo? But Batman suffered much abuse in his life. Losing his anal virginity will be only one more faithful act towards the welfare of humanity. Oh, so he's doing it for everyone else? Alright, Robocop. You can fuck me. But let's go to a motel. I don't want to violate my cousin's private space. I mean, he's dead, and I'm pretty sure there was some incense hanging out of his arsehole. Yeah, I mean, moving on. There's going to be a problem. What? Let's go Why to the Robocop sound like that. There's going to be a problem. Because he's a robot. <laughs> Let's go to the precinct so you can pick it. Impossible. Wait. <laughs> hang on a minute. What? No, sorry. Wait. <laughs> Fucking hell. I've sc- hang on. Sorry. This is a nightmare. He, the person's m- m- like he's put two of the same quotes next to each other, so it's actually a different person speaking. Sorry. Okay. Right. That's a, there is a problem, Bruce. I'm not with my penis now. I can't fuck you. <laughs> what? <laughs> Why you're not with it? <laughs> because today is a work day. I only attach my mechanical penis at weekends. <laughs> That's going to be a problem. <laughs> Let's go to the pr- precinct so you can pick it. Impossible. They only liberate its use at Friday nights. I must return them at Monday morning. Shit. 
Bruce Wayne, them, put his Batman suit to prepare mentally for that demanding task. He must now discover a way to make sex with Robocop <laughs> because it's Monday. If he waits till Friday, the cousin killers will be untraceable. It was evening and the streets were dark. The street lamps were all trashed. This is the perfect disguise to Batman and Robocop's searching, spelt S-E-R-C-H-I-N-G. <laughs> Alright, Robocop, we must find something to attach in your crotch so you can fuck me. Let's search the garbage. <laughs> Batman and Robocop entered a dark alley and started to look out in the trash for some phallic object that could be attached. <laughs> Batman then said, Look, Robocop, it's a flashlight. Do you think you can use it? It's too small, Batman. I need an a eight-inch good metallic part. This shit is made of plastic. Batman them searched more, but no use. Batman re them remembered his bat utilities belt. He reached for it and found a bat smoke grenade, cylindric, eight-inched, and a good titanium metal cover. Now, not trying to split hairs, <laughs> because I've never, I've not seen that many grenades, but I've never seen an eight-inch <laughs> cylindrical titanium grenade before. No. Robocop, I found it, but you must be very gentle or you could put off the grenade pin. Robo- oh, Hang on, yeah, what? So yeah, fuck me with a grenade. Yeah. Continue. Robocop picked the grenade, attached it in his crotch, and red lights got immediately red on the grenade's body. Sorry, Greenade's body. <laughs> Watch this, Robo. Calling him Robo now. Yeah, they're just about to fuck. That's yeah, fine. It's fine. They're much more. It now. means I'm very excited. Excited. It means I'm very excited. <laughs> Your ass is very round, and I love leather-clad men. Whoa! I never saw my ass. I guess the level, the leather modelled him very good. Boo! Now, Robocop. <laughs> we need lube, and I don't have any. Only boot grease. <laughs> We could use my lubricant oil. It's a bit old and need a change, so there's no problem wasting it. Robocop then pushed a button on his left buttock, liberating a good dose of oil in his penis grenade. <laughs> I can't believe the next sentence. <laughs> this grenade is very large, Robo large Robocop. Don't go fast. Or you will rip my hemorrhoids. <laughs> Just because you're a superhero doesn't mean you don't have hemorrhoids. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hemorrhoids. Hey, hey, it's a big problem. Yeah. This <laughs> demand computed. I'm just adjusting the pumping pressure. It's adjusted to level three from ten possible levels of pleasure. 
Batman then cracked open an abandoned warehouse, a famous bums community. But today, the vagrants are partying at the beach, making making orgies and drinking hot beer. What? There's a dirty bed full of dandruff and pubic hair. The semen is still fresh and smelling very bad, all mixed with black red blood. What the fuck? Yeah, let's go there. Uh, mate, I can't believe this next that sentence. That is a Jack Kerouac novel. Probably a hobo was fucking the un... Oh my god! What is this? Probably a hobo was fucking the unwashed, dung-filled... Hemahagic ass of a tramp. Jesus Christ, all right. That was the only usable bed. The others were all shredded, covered in vomit and worms. Fuck it. All right, mate. Robocop, you stay under me. I'm not touching this AIDS-covered shit. Computed Batman, I don't need to move myself. My adapted penis is capable of independent movement. Just fucking bend over, Bruce. Make it easier. Robocop laid on... Here we go. Here's the good stuff. Oh, OK. Here we go. Bum, bum, bum. Robocop laid on the bed, waiting for Batman ass to come over <laughs> and involve his machine-pumping-ready member. That's a confusing oh. sentence. His machine-pumping-ready member. <laughs> Batman removed his gloves. <laughs> his pants, his cape and his shirt. I hope in that order. He was only dressed with his boots to not touch the bed. And surely his mask. His bat utilities belt and his mask. <laughs> his dick was very hard because this was the fir first time Batman would make love with a cyborg man. Bats them sat, them sat, and the metallic cylinder slowly opened his ass. The old oil was helping a lot, but Batman found a problem. Now, Lee, what do you think the problem's going to be? I think the problem is something to do with Bruce's flexibility. Robocop, it's so cold in here. <laughs> It's the temperature he's worried about. <laughs> no problem, Batman. And then Robocop activated the thermal transporter unit, heating the penis grenade to the temperature of human body. Oh. <laughs> Where did that come from? <laughs> Never done that before. Oh, mate, you're uh, so natural. Uh, uh, no, don't try and make it sound anything else. No. That's better. You know how to please a man, Robocop, said Batman, moving his body up and down on the titanium power rod. The artificial nature of that android could matter less to Batman. He could feel a heart beating inside the steel-covered chest. Batman, still being penetrated softly, which is nice... <laughs> reached his hands on Robocop's thighs. The hardness of that machine man was very ostensible. He synonymed that, didn't he? Yeah. The stell of his legs was very sensual, resembling... He his... says ostensible and then follows it up by spelling steel wrong. The stell of his legs was very sensual, resembling his Batmobile bodywork. Which also turns Bruce on. Robocop was liking too, despite his... Despite his dull countenance. <laughs> what 
was he doing? He never painted, he never penetrated such a strong man as Batman. With his hands, he gently cherishes the scar-laden back of the man bat, feeling every imperfection and brutality his lover sufferend throughout his life. <laughs> For this moment, he can ease the pain that lonely man stands every day in the violent and dark streets. Fucking him with a grenade. The two loving beings were feeling a strong bound <laughs> because the daily hardness and drudgery blocked their hearts to, to the little pleasures a man should have in the most intimate moments. They could understand one another, could share their traumas and loneliness, could love again, if only for that night. But then the men reached their climaxes. Batman could feel his penis dripping the primal juice of life. <laughs> <laughs> the primordial soup. <laughs> Ready to discharge the load of lust all over the heavens. So we've got primal juice of life and load of lust. <laughs> Robocop was in the same ecstatic state. Batman couldn't hold it anymore and the semen got spurt all over the place, filling the warehouse with his most deeper feelings. <coughs> Robocop then get hid of his body preclusion and let the oily juice flow its way. But the back grenade was blocked by the pin blocking the oil passage. It started to shake, causing more pleasure to Batman, and then the pin got dissolved by Robocop's oil semen, releasing the gas inside Batman's rectum <laughs> while the oil flushed... <laughs> Why... <laughs> Jesus Christ. HQ's falling apart, mate. While the oil flushed inside the man-bat, oh, fumes could be seen from a good distance being expelled from Batman's ass mixed with the old machine oil. The other day, early in the morning, the two lovers woke up. They kisses one another. <laughs> and then Batman saw something. Look, Robocop, your memory's back up. Now we can save my identity. Yes, it's correct, Batman. But there was something Robocop... Robocop! Oh my god. Oh my god, Robocop! Imagine he was just a massive was robotic cup. He was just a massive <laughs> just cup. Just a mug. Fill me up, Batman. <laughs> but there was something Robocop wasn't telling Batman. Ellipses. <gasps> something. Ellipses. Sad. Ellipses. Robocop, I collected this incense and shoot this photo from my deceased cousin. Do you have something like this in your memory bank? Let me analyze. Analyzing. Analyzing. <laughs> Analysisizing. Analysis complete. Crossing the information on both subjects, I found this connects with a group of New Age hippies called... The return of Flower King. <laughs> they worship 70s crap bands and sell <laughs> second-hand mamas and papas <laughs> t-shirts. 
Oh, what, what the fuck did this author take? Oh my god! They sell second <laughs> the mamas and the papas t-shirts to crazy old ladies living in the suburbs. Fuck me. They look dangerous. I guess we should check them. They look... Batman is worried about a bunch of fucking hippies. Oh, I, I need... Oh. Come on, we're nearly at the end of the chapter. Okay. They look dangerous. I guess we should check them. Batman called a taxi and both Batman and Robocop entered, going to the lunatic hippie headquarters. After a while, they arrived. That was a strange place, a big castle, covered with grey flowers and... and smelling incense everywhere. It's the same smell I felt at Oliver's place, <laughs> said Batman. Because <laughs> you feel smells. Robocop then analysed the place with his thermal goggles. There are three individuals inside. They have no weapons and look very aged. Hum. Strange. I think we should ears drop. As they approached the place, bats saw a circle with a flower upside down inside the building walls <laughs> through a window. I love how he's bored of writing Batman now. Just bats. It's the same symbol these people... No, sorry. It's the same symbol. These people must be involved in the crime. Batman lockpicked the door, and then they entered. The entrance hall was a narrow and full of old vinyls. As the heroes approached another door, a gas leaked in. Batman, it's a trap, said Robocop in a monotone voice. Now we're seriously fucked, Robbo. <laughs> Robo. The two men tried to open the doors, <laughs> but all locked. They were felling dizzy, and the gas was affecting them. After a minchu, <laughs> <laughs> I think he means minute. After a minchu, <laughs> yeah, go on. They were feeling dizzy. The gas was affecting them. <laughs> After a minchu, they passed out. And that's the end of the chapter. Oh my god. Now, we've probably got one more <laughs> chapter left. So oh. I suggest that uh, the next episode, which will be episode 36, we will conclude... Batman versus Robocop. Oh man, I can't fucking wait. And I think that brings us to the end of what has been so mad. I mean, you haven't even heard some of the madder stuff. We've deleted it. It's the, gone. Yeah, cut the, it out. The thing is, I because I haven't. Re I'm not going to read on until we get back in here for the next Good. episode. Good. I are desperate to find out. You know, we ended that with them both being passed out. What the fuck's going to happen? Oh, it's a cliffhanger. And if you want more of that and more of the random bullshit we talk about, yeah. join us next time. Hope you enjoyed. Yeah, I did. I Fuck it, I did. I always do. Yeah, me too, mate. Easily pleased. There's nowhere else in the world I'd rather be. <laughs>
Yeah, see? It's a beautiful moment. Sentiment. It's a beautiful there moment. There we go. Going from robot cock, grenade, <laughs> hemorrhoids. And listeners, if you're suffering with any problems with your hemorrhoids, it's not a laughing matter. Do get it checked out. Um, if you Freeze want... To, yeah, or get some anusol um, <laughs> just to place inside your collective rectums. Beautiful. It's a wonderful, wonderful... Be a good person. Offer to cream their hemorrhoid. Take care of your rear. Climate change, seagulls, hemorrhoids. We're all in this together. See you next time. Bye. Goodbye.